Thanks for listening to World Cafe. Hey, I'm Kaleo. Brian O'Bear of Silver Sun Pickups wasn't going to work on music. No, he was going to focus on being present with his family as the pandemic lockdown set in. But even the best laid plans take a detour, and Aubert slowly began dreaming up material that would result in physical thrills, the indie rock group's sixth studio album. I caught up with Brian and Nikki Moninger of Silver Sun to talk about working with the steamed producer Butch Vig, he of Nirvana's Nevermind fame, Nikki taking lead vocals for a few songs, and why they're not too cool to record video messages for fans. It was a very fun and freewheeling conversation. You'll hear it after this live recording of Empty Nest, recorded in New Haven, Connecticut last fall. It's Silver Sun Pickups on World Cafe.
live in New Haven, Connecticut. It's Silver Sun Pickups, Empty Nest from their latest album, Physical Thrills. Brian O'Bear and Nikki Moninger of Silver Sun Pickups are my guests. I'm Kaleo on the World Cafe. Hi, Kaleo. Nice to see you. Welcome back to the program. Um, I want to talk about Physical Thrills, uh, your sixth studio album. It was conceived uh, during the pandemic. Brian, I know it was your intention to uh, start work on not doing music when the lockdown happened. You had other plans, but it kind of got sidetracked. Can you tell me what was going on during that time? Honestly, there were no plans as far as making anything, um, doing anything but focusing on how, how to make my house safe, feel safe for my son. Trying to sort of understand what it's going to look like the next couple of weeks, the next couple of months, and how to have help my son navigate it in the easiest possible way. It turns out, my son's seven now, so he's about four than it started. Um, and it turns out he was resilient. It didn't, it didn't take too much, you know? Okay. I'm going to Zoom school him. I'm going to figure all that stuff out. You don't think about him at all. And go take care of whatever it is you need to do. Mm-hmm. I'll just, I will take care of it. And so it was just a lot of that, you know? And then over time, songs start popping in your head. What were you doing during the early months of the pandemic, Nikki? I have twin daughters, who were about eight at the time. And then I feel the same way that Brian did, just trying to make sure that they were happy and healthy and um, try to make our house, you know, a safe and happy place for them. So, um, yeah, I would say uh, we didn't see each other almost for the first year, I would say, you know, once start people started getting vaccinated and, and we felt comfortable, like, all meeting together. And then it, it, it made it... Um, sort of, you know, we were looking forward to getting back because we hadn't played music physically together in so long. So, um, and then that's about the time Brian went in a little earlier with Butch and then we joined him right after that. Butch Vig uh, produced Nirvana's Nevermind, was in Garbage, a, a great producer and a great hang from musicians who've worked with him before. 
This is the second time you worked with him following up Widow's Weeds in 2019. Was mm-hmm. there even a discussion that you were going to work somewhere else? Or were you like, let's go back to this because I really like this environment? Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just, he makes my, my rumbly mind make sense. And the thing that we love about Butch is that, you know, when we first worked with him, my trepidation is that somebody with that much um, history, sure, you know, and uh, he's done a ton of records, but if, if we're going to talk about Nevermind for a second, it's rare. That's a rare record to work on, uh, meaning like how it has affected people and how it still affects people. It's so profound. And he's one of the m- m- tiny amount of people that are involved in it. Mm-hmm. But with all that, you know, you, you, your worry is, at least for us, is that, OK, we, we're, we're working with somebody that has a system and you can plug your band in it. And that is just so not him. He, he, uh, all that experience is just there to help him get further lost and, and try to explore more. He's so into being confused. He's, <laughs> he's always searching. He's always interested in moving along. And I think that's one of the reasons also that I think I love working with him continually as much as we're able to work with him is because he also now has had a relationship with us and also has personal things where he wants to see us move into and and a relationship with our previous records that he also wants to go for, like, you know? And Nikki, for you, what does Butch bring to the table that that you enjoy being in that environment working with with him? Um, well, he's such a calming presence and he makes it so easy to just, you know, not be afraid to try something or to go beyond what, uh, you know, for me, what I'd be comfortable with. He's not like, cause I, I'm very hesitant for instance on singing. So he'll just do it until I feel so comfortable that it works. And I feel like he brings, you know, my voice out in a way that it hasn't been brought out before. And also Brian's always of course been so supportive and I just really, you know, appreciate going into a calm atmosphere where um, I'm not afraid to just experiment. We're here on World Cafe. We are talking to Nikki and Brian from Silver Sun Pickups. It, this sort of ties back into Butch's willingness to go out there with you. Um, on, uh, on Scared Together, uh, evidently you wanted to use something that he was adverse to. What, what was the story, uh, Brian? He was um, just cautiously trepidatious about it. While Billy Bush, who is Shirley Manson's husband, a right-hand man, engineer with Butch for years now. Um, Billy could not wait to order this pedal that we're going to do. He knew I wanted it on this sound. And Butch was like, sure, sure, sure. But, you know, while, while, <laughs> while we're waiting for that, he used this keyboard thing. and We did all these sort of things in place of it. And so the song is all there, except that thing hasn't happened yet. And Butch is just like, yeah, it's not really, I don't know. And I... It's not coming together yet. And I remember going, you know why, Butch. <laughs> you know exactly why. <laughs> and the day that it arrived, I walked into the studio and Billy Bush had it on a stool in his studio with like a light <laughs> shining down on it. It basically, it looked like the idol that Indiana Jones was stealing in Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian was so happy that day. I couldn't wait because the thing was like, I was like, Butch, I want this thing to be recognizably a talk box. There's no doubt, you know, we, I want to have a modern 
pieces to it that we can sort of surround it, but I wanted it to feel like, oh, wow, that's, uh, for better or for worse, that is a talk box. <laughs> that's being played. And I put that thing in my mouth. I, I didn't realize it's just like music blasts in your mouth and you go to a mic. I didn't know how fundamental it was. But the first take happened. And Butch just lit up like a Christmas tree. Like some sort of trauma just disappeared. And then he said it. He said he tried it in gar- with garbage in like 2002 and it went horribly wrong and he never looked back. He's like, but now he wants to talk box everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, let's take a listen to uh, Scared Together, uh, recorded live in New Haven, Connecticut at Silver Sun Pickups on World Cafe. Thank you. 
recorded live. It's Silver Sun Pickups with Go Together. And uh, it's World Cafe. I'm Kaleo. I've got a co host uh, now, uh, Brian of Silver Sun Pickups, hanging out Hi, with Hi, Nikki. Nikki. I'm Brian from Silver Sun Pickups. Now, Nikki, when you're making physical thrills, mm-hmm. is there anything in particular that you're most proud of on this record? And what's it like being a girl in a band? You can ask the first question, but we're going to scrap the second one regardless. I feel like, well, I don't get that as much anymore, but I always get that one. But let, but let's go back to that moment of pride, because I did want to ask you about taking lead vocals on some songs. I That might be a completely different moment, though. Um. Well, I was intimidated by doing, you know, lead vocals. Like, I always would. I always yeah. am. But, but, like, you're never not game for everything you know you're you're i'm always willing to try anything because like i said butch makes it so comfortable i'm like yeah i'll go for it because i know that he's going to get the best of me out of out of the take and also you know what actually i think empty nest i might be most proud of because we have a nice dynamic in that one and that's more like uh um as far as songs goes it's a bigger boomier song and to have my voice in there i think i'm always afraid that my voice won't carry when it's singing you know in a duet form with you but i, I want, feel yeah. like i wanted to get a banger on it like i didn't want it to be just her doing mid-tempo or softer songs like when that song came about i remember thinking it, 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 this has to be just be nikki mm-hmm. um and nikki like with like, obviously, you know, you've been on Silver Sun Pickup singing and, and you know, we talk about, like, em- Empty Nest. Like, why was this sort of the right moment? Did this have to do with, like, this is the perfect fit for this song and this is how we should approach it? Like, I think Brian has such a great voice. It's like, I've never been like, can I sing lead too? You know, I'm not, like, clamoring at that because I'm like, Silver Sun is Brian's voice and I like to be there to, like, you know, for the background or to like to gel with his voice. But um, I'm never thinking like, let's get mine out there some more. That's why I'm there. That's why I'm there to make you think that way. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's been progressive since Paykel, our first EP to like the progression of like getting me to get to get out there. So I appreciate if Brian wasn't so open to it, like wanting that for me, then it probably wouldn't be as prominent as it's it's come along, you know, over the album. It just felt right on this record. I'm the biggest, like, cheerleader of his voice. Like, so I'm like, why put my voice in there when yours sounds so great, you know, like. Well, but I think they do gel together nicely. Like, at some point, we have a really close range. It's not that um, calculated in a weird way. And I think the last record, which was called Widow's Weeds, Nikki didn't have any solo songs really but you were in the record a lot it, it we were together mostly and i remember feeling that after the fact because it's not something we'd go oh nikki should sing this song because that's just what should happen it's just those songs just didn't have that feeling where the, that, that's what was going to happen and that was mm-hmm. the collection of songs that happened on that one with this one it was pretty clear when these songs are popping out, like, oh, that's, that's, that's gotta be Nikki. No, when you know, you know. Um, I do have to ask about the vocal encouragement, though, Brian. Um, maybe you emulate a singer, you know, someone that, you know, a lot of people can pull off, like Kate Bush. 
Did you <laughs> did was, you really suggest singing singing it like Kate Bush? That was for me. That was for me more than anything. Like I told Butch, <laughs> like it was more like, um, listen, you know, you, you start to start these bands and you find yourself to be the singer, <laughs> but. <laughs> Over time, you know, you just stop critiquing yourself and start critiquing your voice. And you've now done it a bunch. And I started to kind of learn my my voice more. Like, I've come to grips with it or become friendly with it. And honestly, I brought up that Kate Bush thing with, with um, Butch. I was like, I think I want to just lean more into the weirder aspects of my voice. The stranger things. Like, the things that kind of do, you know, she... I was thinking more in her lines when she's like, you know what I mean? And I remember telling Butch, like, I'm really leaning into just like, the this the stranger corners that my voice goes into. Let's let's think about those and not bury them. Let's shine lights on them a little more. Um, you know, we, we brought it up and I, I, I do actually want to take a, a second to play something from the album. I want to play okay. uh, a clip of dream at tempo 50. So people can hear, uh, Nikki taking lead vocals. On, Ooh, on. 50. Let's listen to a little bit of dream at tempo 50 here on world cafe. Woo! A little bit of Dream at Tempo 50 from Silver Sun Pickups. Their latest album is Physical Thrills. I'm Kaleo. They're my guest today on World Cafe. I was delighted to learn that you are both on Cameo. Cameo, for people who do not know this, is where you can request a video message from a musician, artist, actor, entertainer. And you can get personalized video messages. And as I, who've seen quite a bit of this, I'm mystified by the world of Cameo. Yeah. I have to ask both of you, what's been the most interesting or weirdest experience or request you've gotten on the Cameo platform? Um, I think in general, it's just been really nice to uh, have fans approach you about things in their personal lives. And it's it's been really sweet. I have enjoyed it. I was nervous to start, but um, Brian was having some fun with it. So I thought to... Um, do it, but it's it's really been a lot. Just in general, just so sweet to to interact with fans in that way. Silver Sun is a is a yes band. We, we generally started off as a no band, like very indie, very indie no. And then we'd watch a lot of bands we love know themselves into oblivion, and we just thought we should just say yes, and then if we don't like it. Then no, then we know, you know, and um, it's been the greatest thing, ever, most freeing thing ever. We've had so many, so much adventure and so many things we never would have done or people we never would have met if we, if we, 
if we just knowed everything. And so I said yes to Cameo, and I found it much different than I thought. Yeah. And for, at least for us, it's, it's, there's people that are really having a tough time, you know? And sure. I, I would say 80% of the stuff that I get is, is people just need a little, just, people just need to be seen a little bit. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And if uh, I'll do whatever, like if people even mention a song, I'll set it up and perform. So like I'll do the whole thing. I found myself really enjoying it and connecting to it in a way that I did not imagine. And that's when I remember telling Nikki, I think you're going to like this because it's such a niche thing. It's, it's not like mm-hmm. you think. And we're a band that you all, you have to know us to even, we're not going to be shoved down your throat. And so that almost like carves that out of the world too. So the fact that we're on there, the people that are aware of that, who care enough to talk to us are um, just, I don't know, it's just beautiful and um, very, they have a lot of feeling. They feel a lot in a time now, like now, that it's very hard to be numb to everything. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like the reason why I ask about cameos because that ever-evolving line between the relationship between the artist and the audience and how that mm-hmm. line moves. And, you know, like, everyone needs their privacy and yeah. needs a place to sort of disconnect from me, the performer, or me, the musician. But it sounds yeah. like it doesn't feel like you're ever being pushed into a level or not pushed. You're not even being pushed to a situation where you're like, I don't know if I really want to respond today. Like I, I, it sounds like you found a way to square some of the concerns that might come. Yeah. I mean, like it just, it, it, it found its own sort of way, you know, like you have it again, like people who are going to reach out to you on that, there's already been a lot of thought going into it beforehand if sure. somebody's already have searched you out on Cameo and it's been very fascinating. I've met some of them on the road, which has been really, really cool. And I remember them, you know, they'll say, I'll just, they'll say something and I'll completely recall this one-sided, you know, conversation. It's, it's the chance for me to be parasocial, you know, because <laughs> I, I get like just a bunch of things and I'm like imagining their world. And for that those five minutes or something. I'm now in that world in, you know, London or Sydney or somewhere, and I'm just imagining this scenario that they set up. And so now I have this relationship with them. Yeah. You're listening to The World Cafe, hanging out with Brian and Nikki from Silver Sun Pickups. Uh, Physical Thrills is available now. I'm going to wrap up the session with a live recording of Lazy Eye. Talk about people-pleasing. Talk about, Mm. uh, like, you know, wanting to make your fans happy. It's so cool when we can get, you know, a, a classic track to close out our session with. Um, let's take a listen to Lazy Eye right now. It's Silver Sun Pickups on World Cafe.
Recorded live at Silver Sun Pickups with Lazy Eye. Their new album, Physical Thrills, is available now. Brian, it was such a pleasure to hang out with you and talk. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. Well, a really great time. I hope we get to be in person again soon because I, we have been huge fans of World Cafe for a long time. Absolutely. Next time you're in Philly, we'll leave the light on for you. And Nikki, thank you so much for being here as well. Oh, thank you. It was a pleasure. That's our conversation with Nikki and Brian from Silver Sun Pickups. We're back in a minute with more World Cafe.